0: Stumps with Nims and Simon O'Donnell for OTR. Making life easy. And a big thank you to our friends at OTR, making life easy. This is Stumps. If you'd like to hit on the talkback line, you can give us a call on 1-300-2355-48. Now, Simon... Something to whet the appetite a little bit. An entree, if you will, is the Women's Ashes. It starts on October 22nd, but there will be some practice matches up at the top end of the Allen Border Field, which kick off next week. And joining us is the captain of the Australian cricket team. It is um, Victorian born, but she plays for New South Wales. So we're not going to hold it against her. The very lovely Rachel Haynes joins us. Rachel, welcome to Stump's.
1: Hi guys, thanks for
2: having me. Rachel, I nearly fell off my chair this morning when I printed off the uh, squad and looked at the Australian captain, who I know was Victorian-born, and to see New South Wales, it's (laughs) I'm I'm struggling to talk to you, really, and sit sit in the chair and be nice.
1: Yeah, sorry guys, I I try and keep it a little bit quiet because I do cop a little bit of grief either way, um, (laughs) both when I'm back in, in Victoria and then also... Um, in New South Wales. So I try and remain a little bit impartial about it.
0: Does Christian Beams give you some dirty looks sometimes? Thinking, traitor, how dare you?
1: Oh, she hasn't forgiven me. In fact, um, (laughs) obviously, after I left, um, went I played for for New South Wales, and when I I did make my way back into the the Aussie team, was the first thing she brought up with me. So um, she's been holding on to that for quite a a (laughs) few years now. But um, no, it's all in good fun.
2: Rachel, we've experienced it. You know, a lot in from a historical point of view. The the ashes with the the men, the the ladies go back. And Nims, I, mm. he said, how long have the ladies been playing ashes cricket? And I said, you know, oh, 10 to fifteen years. I think you you go back thirty. Yeah, is that rivalry alive as well with the the girls as well? We read it is, but at the coalface, is it?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I think any time we play England, uh, it's always a, a really fiercely contest but particularly Ashes series and and with the format of ours as well it's a, a point system so you're awarded points across one day the test and then the T20s as well so um, the series is uh, very much alive and well throughout, and uh, there's definitely a little bit of banter on the
0: field as well. I can imagine that. And uh, Rachel, you've uh, you're no stranger to captaining Australia. You captained the Aussie youth team back in 2008. Plus, earlier this year, you did step in uh, when Meg Lanning was injured and captained uh, the Australian team at the Women's World Cup. But th- this is you've been in a stellar patch of form heading into the Pracky Games, which start next week before the Ashes. I mean, um, the Women's National Cricket League. You started off with 103 against Queensland and the New South Wales, the Breakers, they've got quite a star-studded lineup with Alyssa Healy, Alex Blackwell, Elise Perry, and uh, unfortunately for the Breakers, they failed to fire, but you um, carried your bat and put on a ton, did extremely well.
1: Yeah, look, I think, you know, sometimes batting can be a little bit simple, so when you you do get in and are hitting the ball well, you want to try and make the most of it, so I was um, fortunate to do that on the weekend, and To be honest, I um, I felt like uh, against Queensland, which is our our second game, I got 80-odd and I felt like I probably left a a few out in the middle, so that's, I guess, a a nice place to be in and I'm feeling really good about my game heading into the series.
2: That an important thing for you, Rachel, particularly being captain. It, that extra pressure—do do you do you feel you really want to go in in, in the best form you can? Because you know, it's a tough job: uh, one, holding your form, and two, looking around the field and all the other duties that come with being a leader.
1: Yeah, I guess in some respects it is. Well, I think um, you know any player in the team wants to make sure they're, they're coming into the series, um, whether it be with battle or ball, um, feeling good and, and in form, and. It was certainly nice to to have a a good start to the season and and build some momentum. And I think, you know, throughout our team, we saw that from various players. You know, Elise Filani, Nicole Bolton, they they got hundreds and and so did Amanda Wellington. And, you know, equal to that, we saw some really good bowling bowling performances too. So um, the squad came... So come together this weekend, and I think there's a really great feel amongst the group, and it's um, you know even better to, to see that people are in form as well.
0: It must be uh, interesting, especially uh, concerning the fact that you know you've had a women's World Cup uh, this year. Um, obviously, the women's uh, the WNCL just started last week, and now you've got an Ashes series. This has been a pretty packed calendar. Plus, you've got WBBL coming at the end of the year. Did you ever think when you were growing up that uh, there'd be this much cricket on offer for girls?
1: Yeah, it's certainly changed a lot more. I think more so um, recently as well, um, particularly for international players. You're pretty much rolling on from one series to another now. So it, it's great. I think a, a lot of the girls feel, um, I guess, match-hardened and, and really well-prepared um, heading into into different competitions. So it's been a, a really great time to play through. I think the professionalisation of our game and more playing opportunities for, for players as well, it's um, something that we always... Talked about and, and really wanted, and you know, the fact that we've moved away from you know, it used to be just one international series per summer um, to I guess this sort of rolling calendar where we are, um, you know, jumping from a World Cup to um, our domestic competition and then rolling into an Ashes series. Um, it's a, a really great time to be playing.
2: Hey, how have you adapted to that, uh, uh, Rachel? Because that is a massive change, you yeah, going from semi-professional, if you like, to too professional. That is a big ask, both mentally and physically.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's spot on there. I think it's uh, probably the, the mental side has been the biggest thing that has had to change. Obviously, um, naturally, physically, the girls being full-time athletes, they are getting fitter, faster, stronger and all those sorts of things. But I think um, that mental side of the game and making sure you've got a bit of balance um, with your with your sport has been a, a really big focus um, Uh, I think, for a lot of the girls who play, because it can become all-consuming when you're you're just playing cricket. Um, So making sure you've got that balance where you can get away and freshen up and make sure you're focusing on the the right things is is probably a a really big area of importance, I think.
0: One thing that uh, has been extremely, uh, well, very obvious is the rivalry between... England and Australia, especially in the past uh, couple of years, too. Right now, England—they're the number one team in the in the rankings. They're the World Cup winners, and uh, the uh, their Ashes squad has actually got 14 players from the World Cup. However, they don't have the prize. They don't have the actual Ashes. And I know Alyssa Healy came out uh, with some rather colourful taunts towards the English. <laughs> do you do you find that uh, the fact that it's such a fierce rivalry between the old enemy? Uh, a good thing or well obviously it is a good thing especially considering the fact that some of these girls can be playing with you in the bbl and the wbbl and the the various 2020 competitions across the world
1: yeah i think uh well, first and foremost i think um elise is probably one of the only players who could get away with saying that but um yeah, it was all in good fun i think and look i think the the great thing about our domestic competition like the wbbl is um One, it's provided a a much higher standard um, for our domestic players to play in. So um, having internationals come and play in that competition, um, and and conversely, we've learnt a lot about each other as well. So you know, England have learnt a lot about our players, but we've also learnt a lot about them and how they go about their cricket. So it's really, I think, taken the international game to another level too, because um, you know, players have had to, I guess, really adapt their styles and, and stay on top of their their game. So it's been a, a really great thing, and I think equally it's contributed to the rivalry as well. Um, so, despite the fact that we might know the, the girls better, um, we also don't want to lose to them either. So, um, it's, a, it's a little bit of a balance, but I think, a, you know, it, it's um, it's a, a pretty, pretty fierce fought contest between the teams.
2: How do you guys find your balance in between the the two formats uh, or the three formats? But in particular, the the one day format, which you start tomorrow week, I think is the first one day mm-hmm. international uh, against uh, England. Rachel, how how do you find the the change of formats in that in that short period of time on a tour?
1: Yeah, you definitely, um, I guess, need to to adapt pretty quickly. I, I guess the beauty of it is we do play each format in a block, so we play the first three matches are the one-dayers and then we go into the, the test match and then finish with the, the T20. So um, one parcel of playing international cricket is you do have to adapt across the formats pretty quickly and one of the strengths of, of our team is, is the depth and the variety um, within our group to be able to do that. So... I feel really confident that we, we'll adapt, and I think we've shown in the past that we're, we're capable
0: of doing that as well. Rachel, we're chatting to Rachel Haines. She's the Australian national captain. Who was the, born in Victoria, by the was born in Victoria and is rather <laughs> treacherously uh, moved to New South Wales, but uh, <laughs> obviously we're having a bit of a laugh here, Rachel. But, uh, now, England also have a cavalcade of superstars that will be coming down. I know uh, Natalie Siver is a batsman that I quite enjoy watching her highlights packages of YouTube. She does some incredible... Brenda McCullum, like uh, explosive shots too. Plus Heather Knight, captain of England, she can uh, swing the willow with some force. And we've, and maybe we've seen um, here in the WBBL girls like Danny White also playing for the Renegades, as did some of the other girls in the squad. Is there anyone that you're sort of thinking? Okay, now this is this is an X factor. This is the this is the uh, the Achilles heel of the England side. Is anyone on the target list?
1: poor, uh, oh, no no one that I want to name. But um, <laughs> I think one of the, the strengths that they have, have brought to, to their game is that they've shown that they do want to be aggressive. And I think throughout the, the World Cup, they, they played an aggressive brand of cricket um, and really challenged teams at different times. So I think that's something that we're prepared for as a, as a bowling unit. And then also, um, obviously, with the ball as well, they've got Anya Shrubsole and Catherine Brunt up front, who um, you know are, are two world-class fast bowlers, so um, they've certainly got some dangerous players within their group, but, you know, we've been planning really well for for quite a a while now, Um, and and we've got some some really good plans in place to help Canada.
2: Rachel, we've got a really strong uh, listenership. Is that a word, Nims, listenership? We can go with that. Yeah, Yeah, let's go with it. (laughs) Um, A Listenership in South Australia. Four of the girls that are in your squad, Ashley Gardner, Talia McGrath, Megan Schutt and Amanda Jade Wellington. How are they going? How are those girls uh, fitting into everything?
1: Yeah, it's been really great um, having them along, to be honest, obviously, um, yeah, perhaps with the exception of, of Megan Schutt, who's who's been around. Um, the, the other girls are certainly uh, younger players coming through and have shown some or have had some great performances to, to earn their spot within this team. So um Ash Garner, she's from New South Wales so um I think uh New South would probably claim her a little bit um <laughs> but yeah I think they uh you know they're, they're all really young exciting cricketers and someone like Amanda Wellington who's, who's just come come off 100 um Tarly McGraw also made 80 um for, for South Australia as well in our domestic competition so you've got a they're all good nick mm-hmm. you've
2: got yeah, a yeah. of so, form players
1: yeah it's been it's been great to see to be honest um people respond and and really put their hand up and, and demand selection, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's great
0: to be part of. Rachel, before we let you go, I'll, I'll quickly mention, um, looking at the results in the WNCL and, um, that have just been completed, uh, BAT really has dominated over ball. And uh, we were chatting to Chris Tremaine, uh, the Victorian fast bowler, a little bit earlier on, and uh, he mentioned how for bowlers now, when you play on those smaller ovals, uh, it doesn't really prepare you for you know getting to the international stage. Do you think that we'll be seeing a dominance of bat over ball in the Ashes or do the girls know that and they've just something they've got to adapt to and you've got your contingency plans for it?
1: Well, I think that it has been a bit of a, a trend um, in the women's game as well that we've seen bat really dominate ball more recently. But, um, you know, that, that's something that we really spoke about after the World Cup and how that we can um, adapt to, to players who are really trying to be quite aggressive and particularly on smaller grounds as well. Sometimes it does get um, tough if you've got a powerful player um, clearing the boundary. But, yeah, I'm feeling really comfortable that our bowling group has, has um, you know, the, the different skills to be able to execute um, when they're under pressure and also, I guess, apply pressure themselves as well. So, yeah, it's something that that we've spoken about a little bit, but um, yeah, I'm I'm really comfortable that uh, you know our bowling group can get the job done.
0: Just finally, before I do let you go, Rachel. Um, now the WBBL is coming up. I'm not sure what the contract talks are like, but uh, and I know you do play for the Sydney Thunder, but there are plenty of other states out there. We saw Meg Lanning go and cross over to Perth. Uh, I know you've got ties to the Breakers in cricket, New South Wales, because they've been very good for you, but. Is that have there been any head hunting? Has anyone sort of thought have the Brisbane Heat maybe been sniffing around, thinking you know it'd be good up here? Rachel Haynes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, look, I um, I'm, I'm really grateful for everything that Cricket New South Wales has done for me. Um, you know, they, they've been a, a great supporter of me, and I have just signed a, a two year deal with the Thunder, so I'm very happy there and looking forward to having a, a good season um, during WWL
0: Oh, we've seen through the AFL trade beards contracts made nothing if someone wants you poach away. <laughs> good on you, Rachel. Yeah, well done. Bit, good luck. Yeah. Oh, Well done. That was Rachel Haynes. Best of luck and thanks for joining us here on Stumps. Thanks, guys. That was uh, Rachel Haynes, Captain of Australia. They're in action October 22nd. Make how, sure you check it out.
2: How good is Rachel? She just seems in complete control. You wouldn't want to hear a better interview from a leader in your cricket team, male or female Mm. than what we just had. The best part is too, the
0: Ashes will be on Channel 9 you can check it out October 22nd they take on the old enemy, get amongst the Aussies and get behind the girls but we'll take a quick break here on Stumps, thanks for joining us here on 5AA, we do it for OTR making life easy, give us a call on the talkback line 1300 23 5548 if you'd like to have a yarn You're listening to Stumps for OTR,
2: making life easy